everyone, and welcome to the Lunch Hour Sports Podcast with your hosts, Jacob Smedley, Sam Betts, Justin Reedhammer, and Peter Almirante. Today, our episode includes the NBA regular season along with an update on Zion Williamson's anticipated debut, along with the NFL playoff recap, AFC and NFC. Now, here's Sam Betts with a current recap of the NBA landscape. Hello, everyone. Today, we will, we will be discussing the top five teams in both the Eastern and Western Conferences. For the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks are making their case as the best team in the NBA as they have the best record overall at 39-6, and and they are in front by eight games. The teams fighting for spots two through five are pretty evenly matched as the second-place Miami Heat hold their spot only two and a half games in front of the fifth place Indiana Pacers. The fourth place Celtics and the third place defending NBA champion Toronto Raptors round out the top teams in the East. Whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, Sam. Before you go to the Western Conference, Zion Williamson. Stop. Stop. Zion Williamson. Did you see his game last night? Oh, I, of did course, you see saw his game last night. His NBA I was crazy. debut. He, 22 points. Wait, hey, 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 listen to the stat line. Listen to the stat line. Eight, 18 minutes. So he was on limited minutes just because of his injury. Limited, um, yeah. After his right form meniscus, he had Rookie surgery. Mask. Comes back, he's going to be on limited minutes. 18 minutes. 22 points. Yeah. He only missed three and, shots from the field. Yeah, he, was the, he was the second leading scorer. He actually tied Brandon Ingram for, with 22 points. He was 8 for 11. But he right. wasn't pressured when he was undercover. If he no, was, definitely not. if he was under the basket and there were guys on him, he had no problem getting yeah, out of that them. and making a basket. He bullied Jakob Pertl under there to get his first basket, uh, yep. to get his first layup. Yep. He also went four for four from the three point line. Heck of a that's, game. That's Heck crazy. Of a game and Zion right. hasn't been no, uh, known as a very good shooter, even in college. Yeah, excellent. I, I, he, had, yeah. he had a couple good three point shots, mm-hmm. a couple good in the field shots, but his layups under coverage. Was gra- uh, yeah, were great. Definitely. They were great. I mean, like, the man can make a layup look like a monstrous dunk. It's amazing. Exactly. Just the way he moves on the exactly. court. Exactly. Also, seven rebounds, three assists. No blocks, no no steals. But, hey, I mean, that's a pretty good debut, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. Now I guess we go move on to the Western Conference as we started off. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers are at the top with 35-9 and nine as their record. Um, the top seed isn't really as solidified as it is in the East. Uh, the second place, Denver Nuggets. Um, the third place, Utah Jazz. And fourth place, Los Angeles Clippers are only behind by four games. Um, they're slowly catching up to the Lakers, but you still have fifth place, Dallas, as they trail behind by six and a half games. Sam, who do you think out of the Western Conference right now? You got the Lakers, the Clippers, the Rockets. Which team is your favorite to go to the finals at this point? I don't know, man. I mean, the Los Angeles Lakers obviously at the top spot. They have LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Those are two of the most dominant players in the NBA as we speak. Um, but you did say the Rockets, and I like how you mentioned that. James Harden is the leading scorer in the NBA right now. And along with Russell, Russell Westbrook, he could definitely take that team to the finals or even a, a deep playoff run as well. Thank you, Sam. So now we'll move on to the NFL playoff run. So over the past three weeks, the NFL has been in full playoff swing uh, with a slew of upsets and heated battles already decided. Not normal playoffs. Interesting underdog story playoffs. 
It, it was interesting, yeah. There, there were many, many games that you just did not see coming. Exactly. So, as we discussed, we're going to go through the AFC and then NFC next. So, starting off with the AFC, we had, in the wildcard round, we had the Bills taking on the Houston Texans and the Tennessee Titans taking on the New England Patriots. Uh, and in both of those matchups, we had great games going the whole way. Uh, in the Bills game, uh, the Bills ended up being defeated in overtime in a very thrilling game to the Houston Texans by just a field goal. They had the lead. The Bills had the 16 lead. 16-0. Yes. For the longest time, the Bills had the lead, and then all of a sudden, here come the Texans. Deacon Deshaun on up. Watson. He is, he's yeah. going to be he's something special. You think he's he a game is. changer? You think he's a game changer? He is. Yes, yes. He, he played a very good game. I think both teams played very well. The Bills' first half defense was unstoppable. They played amazing first half. Where defense. do you think the Bills went? Like where flaw? Where where was their biggest flaw? Their biggest flaw, I would have to say, was the offense. In the third and fourth quarter, they did not put up enough points. Uh, that's just the truth. They, in the fourth quarter, they only put up three, and in the third quarter, they they only put up three as well. So, so you'd say that the Texans had a really good defense. Then they just kept pressuring them. They did they pressure the quarterback a lot. Um, was there a lot that of was coverage? the that was actually the spark that Josh the, Allen, yeah. yeah the the sack on Josh Allen and then moving on to the the Titans game heck uh, of an upset let's la- go that's what I'm talking about yep New England Patriots who were the third seed ended up falling to the sixth seed of the Tennessee Titans who the ended Tennessee up Titans on. no one saw the Tennessee Titans at the beginning of the season go into the playoffs well all it was really was Derrick Henry. I mean, let's be real. This guy was let's a monster. Now, had, guys, 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 hold on a second. Derek. This would have never happened without Ryan Fitzmagic and the Dolphins going into Foxborough and winning Week that 17. Was, that was it was the Titans Chiefs yes. in the first round. Kudos to the Dolphins to beating the Patriots so that the Patriots did not have a first-round bye. But Justin's got a point. Derek. Henry that, is mean, an unstoppable was, running back. The, the guy is the guy is insane. He put up 182 yards against those those Patriots, which is yeah. in, incredible. Mm. Against the number one defense, incredible. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, and they pressured Tom Brady on offense. The best part was they didn't even need their quarterback Ryan Tannehill to do well. He only passed for 72 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. No, but when he yeah, did, but when good. when Ryan Tannehill needed to pass, the pa- the Patriots defense wasn't able to push past the O-line quick enough to prevent those passes. I give Ryan Tannehill a lot of credit. Yes, I, I do the same. And uh, then we'll move on to the divisional round, where we had the Texans, the Tennessee Titans, I mean, facing off against the Baltimore Ravens, and we also had the Texans facing off against the Chiefs. Now, these were some really good games. Going into the Baltimore Ravens game, the number one seed going against the sixth seed. This one's obvious, right? No. Not happening. Not, not, not happening. one Derrick Henry. Not one upset from the Tennessee Titans, but two upsets from the yeah. Tennessee Titans. This one even more impressive, I'd say, than the last. As That's Der- true. Derrick Henry That's true. was unstoppable in this game as well, putting up 195 to Ryan Tannehill's 88 passing yards. So really, they didn't need Tannehill for this game much at all. I mean, even Derrick Henry threw a touchdown pass. <laughs> that was good. That was good. So tell us about the next game. So we already know that the Tennessee Titans were full steam ahead going to the playoffs. Yes, they were. What happened on the other side of things? Well, on the other side, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs ended up going down in the first quarter to the Houston Texans, but quickly rallied in the second and ended up beating them by 20. Uh, the Titans and the Chiefs faced off, and Mahomes was just unstoppable. He was. It's hard to stop that. And, it was, and I, yes. give, I give Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans credit 
because they just full-blown tried their best against the Chiefs defense. The Chiefs defense did their absolute best to contain Derrick Henry, which was smart, but Patrick Mahomes just went off. It was too much. It It was was too much. The defense, I had to give credit to as well, because Derrick Henry was only held to 69 yards, Mm -hmm. and they had to... Which is the shortest in the playoff game. They forced Ryan Tannehill to become a quarterback and throw for 209 passing yards. But he still did good as a quarterback. He he did well. He did well, but they ended up losing because he had to play quarterback in this Mm -hmm. game. Exactly. And the offensive weapons that Patrick Mahomes had was was too much for that Titans defense to stop. Yes, Tyree Kill was just an unstoppable machine. Sammy Watkins played well seven receptions 142 and a touchdown and now we're gonna move on to our interview with today's special guest i'm here with the man behind the maps mr peg all right so mr peg what are your thoughts on the 2019-2020 nfl season i think it was a terrible season because the redskins were out of the playoffs after game one how do you feel about the past few playoff games like the upsets and other things that happened in the previous weeks i think the playoff the the playoff season has been pretty uh, interesting, pretty exciting. Seeing some new teams in there and some upsets is always good for the NFL. So what do you think caused some of the higher-seeded teams in the AFC especially to be upset? So the Titans overcoming the Patriots, I think the cause of that was the Patriots don't really have any outside threats at wide receiver. And for Baltimore, I'm not a real big fan of uh, Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's as good as what others think. All right, and last question is for the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 54, Chiefs and 49ers, what's your prediction? What's the score prediction? My prediction is Chiefs over the Niners, 35-24. All right, thank you. All right, guys, so what do you think about the interview with Mr. Pegg? I don't totally agree with him saying Lamar Jackson isn't that good. What do you think about that, Sam? I don't know. When I heard him say that, I thought, wow, I mean... A lot of people really like Lamar Jackson, and he has the talent to be one of those big starting quarterbacks. He has the talent, but does he have the experience? That's true. But I think as he like continues to play and as he gets older, I think that experience will come. And I think he's going to be one of the most dominant quarterbacks in the NFL at some point. Fair enough. How about those Redskins? The Redskins. <laughs> they're not in the playoffs. That sucks to be them. Yeah, that's tough. But man. they're rebuilding. They're yeah, rebuilding. Yeah. They're in Chase that stage. Young, Chase, Chase Young. Chase Young. They got to get here. The Redskins are in the rebuilding stage, which yeah. they need to be in. All teams need to have mm-hmm. that at some point yeah. in time. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. But what he said about the Patriots wide receivers, what do you think? I think he's right. I definitely think I he's right about that. I would agree with you. I think it's more so on the talent of the wide receivers than it was on Tom Brady. I think that if there were more talented wide receivers, and of course, definitely Gronk played a factor as well, when you have those talented but receivers, it makes, yes, it, it makes it, his life as a quarterback really easy to be able to drop it off to those But talented. this year was tougher. Yes, yes. Because he didn't have the receivers that he did. Mm. And his Super Bowl prediction, he predicts the Chiefs over the Niners. We'll see what happens. I don't that. know about that. I'm still going with the 49ers. I am, too. Come on. The, the, the Chiefs still, have this. I'm still you, sticking. You've got to tell me no. that the 49ers defense is going to stop Patrick Mahomes. Yes. yes. The best quarterback in the <laughs> yeah. game. And I think oh, wow. Jimmy Garoppolo is oh, also going to pull off some really He's gonna good go touchdowns. He's going to go off. you got to screw in your head. All right, man. guys. We'll see. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going to see what's going to happen, and we're going to go talk about the NFC next. After that exclusive interview, let's talk a little bit about the NFC. So the NFC playoffs were not as underdog surprising as the AFC, but there were some interesting games, like the, yes, like the Vikings yeah. and the Saints. The oh, Vikings yeah. won in overtime, 26-20, to 20, and they contained Drew Brees. 
to not make monstrous plays with the arm that he has. But that was an absolute push at the very end of the game. And that should have been called and turned around, and I think well, that could have changed the game. You can't really say that that should have been called. I mean, that's one of those plays that they... It's a controversial play. It's one of those plays that they... they, they, they push off all the time. Guys push off all the time. But if you remember, the Saints, the reason last year why they took a closer look this season with the Pats and Fears was because of the Saints game last year... And guess what? Yeah, the, the same, same thing, thing right, happened the same, again. The Saints got screwed last year, but this year... And they got screwed again. No, it, they, they didn't get screwed this year. Yes, they, they did. They just, that was they a clear push. That should have never got to that yeah, point. How? The Vikings held Drew Brees. That's how. The Vikings defense blitzed Drew Brees so many times that he could and not... And they held yeah, the, Alvin Kamara, the, the running pressure, back, the in The pressure check on well. Drew Brees was impressive. This this, this game, the, the Vikings defense, they really held up against the Saints. They did. I give the Vikings credit. They played a good game. Saints had a good run. They did their best so wild card weekend part two the eagles and the seattle seahawks face off again now it kind of ended the same way as the eagles went the seahawks before with a 17 to 9 loss for the eagles but josh mccown comes in for the eagles after wentz's head injury he's a 40 year old hadn't taken a snap in five months and he played a heck of a game because he had a torn hamstring he still ran with the ball he still threw the ball the best he could and I give the Eagles a lot of credit for playing with the position that they were in. Yeah, what do you think about that hit on uh, Carson Wentz? That was targeting and a head-to-head hit, and he should have been flagged, penalized, whatever yeah. you want to I, say. I believe that there he should, should have not have been. A, he should not have been not penalized. That that was a clean hit. That was a clean hit. Did you see the hit on Lamar Jackson and yes, the AFC game? Jackson. The what? Titans, he stayed in the game. He was he fine. Came in. Oh, yeah, the Carson Wentz is injury prone. He, he can't that stay on the field. But Carson Wentz was sliding on the ground with already another defender on him. As soon as he comes in, with the, his head, leading with his head first. There was momentum. He was, was doing that. Was, the boy was going to the He easily got away from Carson Wentz. I, easily I got away from Carson Wentz. That's a ridiculous injury. Moving on to round, another round of the playoffs. San Francisco 49ers face the Minnesota Vikings moving up from the Saints. Yep. Right? One seed in the 16. Yep. So they're, they're battling for a spot in the NFC Championship, right? So you'd think that, you know, the Vikings, they come off with a lot of hope. They beat the Saints. Their, their pride's up. Yep, well, they, they just saw the they just saw the Tennessee Titans end up being the Baltimore Ravens. Like that's that hype. They you did. Up, you know? That does hype you up for the underdogs, but they do not realize that they're matching up against the fourteen and three Forty ers the red hot San Francisco Forty ers And guess what? The Vikings' dream of a championship spot was crushed in a game with a loss of a score of twenty seven to ten. Yeah, it was it was a very uh, sad Jimmy game. G had a good yeah, game. The, the, Jimmy the G Niners had a good game. played very well in that game. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I honestly think that it should have been the Saints in that game. They might have been able to do That's something. That's exactly like that. what yeah. I was going to say. Do you think the Saints yes. could have beaten them if they yes. beat the Vikings? I say yes. I yes. say yes. I say the Saints could have beaten the Forty Nineers if the Vikings won have won. Wow. Yeah, I believe you. I yeah. say yes. What do you say, Sam? What do you say, Sam? You think the Saints gonna take him out? Okay, so Justin and I say yes. Jacob says no. I mean, what do you say? Jimmy Garoppolo is finally coming into his own after like being the backup for Tom Brady for so long, and now he has his own team and he's leading them to a championship right here, almost pretty close. So I think. The but Drew Brees is a veteran. He has been here. Yeah, yeah he's. But, he's <sighs> been on the action field for so long. That's true. With that's more true. experience than Jimmy G. But sometimes the veteran is going to be dethroned by the young gun, and I think Jimmy Garoppolo would have done that. You, you might be right. You might be right. Well, Green Bay.
played their first game in the playoffs of the 2019-2020 season against the Seattle Seahawks, who won against the Eagles. In a close game, the Packers conquered the Seahawks, Seahawks with a victory to earn a spot in the championship game. Seattle's playoff run ended with a loss against the Packers, which I kind of saw coming. I thought the Packers would have won anyway. Devontae Adams had a heck of a game. Aaron Rodgers did really well with the ball. And, and made the big throws when he needed the, to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Game that we've seen exactly. so many times. He did, Aaron he did Rogers, watch very, very if Aaron Rodgers has a spot to throw the ball and he has an open man, that ball is going to connect. Definitely. So, unfortunately for the Seahawks, their playoff run ended. And the, Seattle, the Seattle Seahawks are over. But the Green Bay Packers are going to meet the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship, which was a huge mind-boggling game. In Santa Clara, Jimmy G landed the 49ers against Aaron Rodgers with the Green Bay Packers. The 49ers dominated on both sides of the field. I'm talking Jimmy G threw the ball. The offense just ran all over yeah, the Green Bay's defense. Their, their run offense was Green Bay's impressive. offense looked yes. like the Miami Dolphins offense in that yeah, game. They were oh, terrible. Oh, we could have yeah. ran that they offense. Were we could have done it better. Yeah. Green Bay looked like toddlers playing football for the first time. Aaron Rodgers couldn't hold the ball. He was not himself. He was no, not he himself wasn't. at all. He couldn't hold the ball. None of his monstrous <laughs> passes were connecting. Devontae Adams wasn't running like he usually does. Where did the 49 where did the 49ers had a field day with them? Where Green Bay's mind went, I have no idea. But congratulations to the 49ers. And now uh, it's prediction time. Uh, Super Bowl. What do you guys think? Sam, Super Bowl 54. Kansas first. City Sam, I don't know, man. And, and the 49ers. You have Patrick Mahomes. You have Jimmy Garoppolo. You have really good offenses on both sides. It's definitely going to be an offensive match when looking to go into the yep. Super Bowl. Who do you think has the upside? i got to go with Jimmy G again, man. Oh, I'm going with Garoppolo. That's where you're right. That is where you're right. I say Jimmy G leads the San hey, Francisco 49ers. Hey, that is my catchphrase. I don't care. That is you're wrong. You Sam, no, cheats. you're wrong. Chiefs. No, we'll to, win. No, Patrick, no, no I have to agree with so. Jacob. The Chiefs will get this one done. Their offense so. is unstoppable. But this is an so. offensive battle. I think their offense I don't is think unstoppable. So. But think about this. San Francisco played against very good offenses all season. Their defense is prone, is so set on stopping good offenses. This is going to happen. San Francisco is going to win by at least a touchdown. All right. Yeah, yeah, I like Jimmy that. Jimmy G, at least a touchdown. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm serious. You know. <laughs> I think we can both agree that this is going to be more exciting than the last Super Bowl. Oh, yes. This is going to be a very exciting, close Super Bowl. And I think that in the final quarter, Patrick Mahomes brings it home, scores at least two touchdowns, and All right, ends up guys. winning the game. Well, I guess we'll see about the Super Bowl, and it's going to be a great one. All right, guys. So it's going to be a good Super Bowl. Yep. That concludes this week's episode of the Lunch Hour Podcast. You can find future episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next Lunch Hour Podcast episode.